it is that time of the year, that, particularly in the morning um, and throughout the day, certainly as well with the, the damp, cooler days, we tend to feel that in our joints as we go through life. And so it's the number one cause of disability in the United States. Arthritis affects nearly 60 million adults. And actually, we can't forget our young people, 300,000 children. There are uh, certainly juvenile forms of arthritis that we need to be aware of. There's also over about 100 different types of arthritis and related conditions that can damage our joints. So it's a really important topic that I think uh, really needs to be discussed with your care provider because there are so many causes. And I want to talk about some of the different types of arthritis uh, what can cause that, and actually some of the supplements and dietary things that you can do that really make a difference with this. And so the most common type, Ray, is that osteoarthritis or that wear and tear arthritis. And oftentimes that is something that is present as a result of what we've done, perhaps even in our earlier years. Uh, if we've been really physically active, if we've been really um, um, heavy into sports, all good stuff, all good heart-healthy things, but our joints... Uh, as we head down the road, age-wise, can definitely uh, become aware of that. Uh, so previous injuries, any kind of injury can invite arthritis to set into uh, uh, a joint. Uh, repeated use or overuse, if we have a job that's a repeated different type of activity, certainly can do so. Uh, we know that mood, we've talked about uh, depression, anxiety, certainly can do so. Medical conditions, there are some medical conditions that can actually make arthritis worse. Our weight plays a huge role, and poor health. So poor health, poor diet absolutely can do so. So uh, lots of things that we can do, which is the good news, lots of things available to us these days that have not been before. Um, but I want to mention some of the other different types of underlying arthropathies is what we call them, or different types of arthritis, one of which is gout. And we know that gout certainly can be related to um, genetics. It can be related to diet, uh, a diet that's high in purines. So that meats and beers and wines and cheese, things along those lines, can really trigger gout. And for those of us out there that have any kind of kidney ailment uh, where the kidneys aren't functioning up to par, that also can put us at risk. Rheumatoid arthritis, lupus arthritis, and psoriatic arthritis, all conditions that are what we call systemic conditions, meaning uh, systemic illnesses that affect a number of different areas of the body. So lots of different types of uh, excuse me, joint um, uh, arthritis is out there that we need to be aware of, um, but, uh, and a lot to think about. With us is uh, Dr. Debbie Play, Cleveland Clinic, Akron General. And those of you who have listened to the show for years know that I get the gout attacks from time to time and debbie is exactly right it is a lot of it is diet related and a lot of it is cold weather related and and gout is such a mysterious condition isn't it debbie because it seems like each and every person i talk to like i have different triggers than the next person down the street it could be red meat it could be shellfish it could be something else where somebody else might have other symptoms but this can really attack you especially during the cold months uh, that's right, Ray. But what's interesting is that gout is usually one joint at a time. So if this is something that you're feeling in your hips, in your knees, in your ankles, in your neck, in your low back um, or wrists, that is most likely not gout. Gout is normally one joint at a time. And many patients will tell me that it hurts to even have the sheet 
or a sock or a piece of uh, clothing <laughs> rest on that joint. It can be that sensitive. Oftentimes those joints are warm, they're red, they're swollen, um, and that typically uh, certainly is not what we see in our wear and tear arthritis day to day, which usually will give us you know, less range of motion, lots of discomfort, and some stiffness. It usually gets better after we get the wheel going and we grease it a little bit in the morning. We can find that we definitely uh, find that our mobility is better after we get going, whereas gout really is something that requires a change in diet and most likely a medication intervention. Debbie, whether it's medications or other preventative measures, is there something that we can do to prepare whether going outside or we know the cold conditions are coming to offset some of that joint pain? That's a good question, Ray. We know that keeping joints warm can be very helpful. So heat is helpful to joints. So for those, it might be that they wrap them uh, or they use some kind of heat during the winter that actually is on the joints or on the back or on the neck, which we know can be helpful. For some, that cool uh, temperature can feel very good to them at times as well. But typically, heat can be very helpful. We know there are some supplements out there uh, for those of us who really struggle day to day with this joint discomfort. Uh, Turmeric. Uh, an Indian spice out there, whether you use it in your uh, meal planning or if you take a, a capsule uh, from one of the uh, natural uh, supplement uh, companies, it does appear to be effective. Cherry juice. A lot of my patients uh, take on the cherry juice for joint uh, discomfort. Got to be careful with other things such as sugar, but enhancing your water intake with this can be very helpful. We also know, Ray, that omega-3 fatty acids can be very helpful to to somewhat grease the joints. And so some form of omega-3 fatty acid, whether you're actually eating the different types of fish or uh, taking an omega-3 fatty acids for your joints can be helpful. And the other one that's out there is collagen or chondroitin, glucosamine chondroitin, not uncommon uh, supplement out there for folks um, that they can reach for uh, that certainly can help provide some um, natural uh, discomfort. Most of these take a while, so two to three months is what you can expect to try and get some relief, but absolutely makes a difference. We also know that sugar in the diet, high sugar enhances inflammation. So you'll find that you're going to hurt a little bit more if you've eaten quite a bit of sugar the night before. The next day, those joints can be very painful. Boy, Debbie, you're spot on there, too. And again, I get the gout. You're exactly right with the joints and the inflammation. That sugar plays a role in I don't think it should be understated either, Debbie, when you talk about the water intake. Flushing that system is good for us. Yeah, absolutely. You and I have talked about water chasers before. If there's something you really want or you're taking in some cherry juice uh, for your joint, consider a water chaser afterwards. If you have to have that soda or that orange juice, consider flushing with a little bit of water afterwards can make a difference. The other thing, Ray, that can be very helpful certainly are some of our topicals. You know, have some conversations with your care provider, uh, making sure that if you are in a blood center, we've got to be very careful of which ones we choose. Topicals can be very nice options for some joints that can give some relief as we head into this cold, damp weather. Debbie, you mentioned the heat, and let's say we're out running about and you're at a softball game or a football game or getting your exercise. There's a lot of those deep, warm rubs, those lubricants, that those topicals. Is that a good idea to maybe keep on the body and, and rub them in after a, a bout outside? 
sure. You know, we are big fans of the topicals because it tends to keep medication out of your system. Uh, and that's when we worry about other things like stomach and kidney and things along those lines. So topicals are great ideas. Some of the uh, heating uh, gel pads that you could put into gloves or put on your knees if you're sitting at a game, always a great uh, choice. Somewhere where you can keep heat near that joint can be very, very helpful. But the topicals have really exploded as far as options. There are some of the patches over the counter uh, that you can certainly uh, make good use of. They work great over a joint. They can work great on the spine. Uh, lots of nice options. And then, of course, we've always talked about Tylenol or acetaminophen versus the anti-inflammatories. Having that conversation with your doc, making sure you know what the ceiling is for you, how many a day can you take safely. Um, it's really very important, right?